Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ahoy there! Welcome to Time Ghost. Um... Yeah, Martin's not here. Uh, it's just me, Craig Children. Um, I f- I'm feeling a bit sheepish actually about the the um, about the situation. Uh, Martin's basically, uh, as as regular listeners will know, had a bit of a problem with a a, a project that he's got. It's a very important project. Um, he's making having some gates made for the end of his drive. Um, Ironwork gates, beautiful things. Uh, family crest in the middle. Uh, you know, when the gates close, the, the you know the two, the two halves of the halves of the crest come together. Is it a crest or a coat of arms? I think, strictly speaking, the crest is actually the design on the escutcheon, isn't it? It's probably the entire coat of arms come comes together. You know, the the bear rampant on the left hand side. The can a salmon be rampant? The salmon on the right hand side. The little motto underneath, which now correctly reads "Amo ut invenio." I love as I find. Anyway, um, I'm painting probably too thorough a picture of these gates uh, because the problem ha- now lies not with the gates but with actual, with actual with the pillars that support the gates. Uh, first of all, there was a minor mishap when one of the bowls rolled off um, you know, up the top of one of the pillars. But anyway, it turns out that it's actually the, the pillar support. There's a deeper problem, if you like. It's the foundation of the pillar, the right-hand pillar, I'm told. Anyway, um, Martin, at great expense... Um, had his uh, local museum uh, come out uh, last week. Anyway, they, they started to excavate underneath the pillar. It turns out that there's actually a Roman baths underneath uh, where they've been trying to put the gates. Uh, quite a significant find, actually, and there was a couple of brooches in there that um, that I certainly like the look of, uh, judging from Martin's WhatsApp. But anyway, um, the uh, the point is... This this really rather important archaeological find has now been discovered under the pillars. Um, I mean, this it, it, it truly is spectacular. There's a whole there's a whole system of of what of what the local you know the local archaeologist thinks was was basically a brothel, basically a sort of Roman you know very high end uh, Roman brothel und- underneath the the um, the area where these. These gates are. It's a very, very important find, um, and I think Martin's absolutely thrilled. Uh, you know, there could be all sorts of stuff in there. Uh, you know, because as I say, it really was very, very high end. This brothel. There's all kinds of trinkets and you know, you know, bits and pieces. A few rather saucy um, murals, actually, uh, mosaic murals. But anyway, um, it, it's all very, very exciting. Everyone's you know absolutely beside themselves with joy that they found this incredible. Uh, you know, incredible find this treasure trove. Uh, but but obviously that's going to take a little bit of time, uh, a, a little bit of time to resolve. So meanwhile, Martin is on site, just making sure things are all you know, nothing goes walking. I'm imagining uh, from the from the treasure trove and 
uh, and making sure that everything's you know preserved correctly, uh, everything's being done right. Uh, uh, anyway, he's got to be on site there. Um, it's a hard hat job, I'm told. And, and uh, meanwhile, I'm just here, um, just uh, you know, spinning a couple of plates, keeping those plates in the air. I hope, and uh, and the particularly uh, and the. <laughs> the plate I thought I would spin this week was a uh, an episode from the the Time Ghost archive, which uh, I know these seem to be going down extremely well, uh, and uh, I'm very glad I am too. Anyway, I think Martin will be back with us. Uh, I think very very shortly. Uh, this project looks like it's it's now coming to a a, a conclusion, but uh, but anyway, uh, he's going to be he's going to be back next week. Um, I, I, I'm told, and in the meantime, here we go with a, a an evergreen episode from the Time Ghost Archive. Ahoy there! Hello! Ahoy there! Land ahoy! I'm, I'm waving from the deck of of the good ship Culture. Yes, we're well, here on the uh, on the bridge, the poop deck of the good ship Culture. Also um, called Time Ghost. That's oh sorry, Time Ghost, the good ship Time Ghost. That's I'm right. I'm the captain and you're my assistant. That's captain. right. We're, we're persisting with these metaphors. That's the right. Of the yes, yes, hey, they're getting quite tiresome for you now, but uh, you'll right. find if you, if you stick with it, uh, as we hope you you will, um, eventually you'll come to have something approaching a, a mild affection for them. Again. That's you'll, right. You'll never find them as funny as you as you may have done the first time, or but, or, uh, or perhaps as we do. But um, I have at my feet. <laughs> A coil of cultural rope, ready for me to cast onto the, onto the. the see, I've already, I've already run dry. I haven't thought this one through. Casting it onto the dock. Well, c- cast ahead. All right, I'll cast it. But I don't know what we'd call the. the uh, what's a, what's oh, a look who's on. Look who's on the. Uh, look who's on the the key side there. Why who? Guy Ritchie and Madonna. Oh well, let's chuck the rope to them. See if yeah. they'll catch it. Oh no. Actually, oh, talking no, of catch they're just, it. They're just standing back to back with their arms folded. The the ropes landed. On, on the quayside there and just slipped into the water. What's, oh, the, matter? what's the matter with them? Guy, yes. Madonna, what's up? Well, maybe their hands, are, their, their hands are, 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 are otherwise engaged. Maybe they're bu- too busy slapping each other. They seem to be in a filthy bait with one they another. They do. Guy seems to be wanting to take quite a lot of money out of Madonna's pockets. That's not true, actually. He's been very honourable so far. <clears throat> so far? They haven't got divorced yet, have they? Well, that's true. Yes, it's interesting, isn't it, when people... Uh, when people say, no, it's going to be very amicable, the split. Oh, no, very amicable. We can sit down and talk talk like grown-ups, and then one of them hires Fiona Shackleton. Yes, it's, um... and also the... Um, and also the the, uh, the point being that I think it was Madonna's side who announced that uh, Guy very, very generously decided he didn't want a penny. <laughs> that was quite funny. Yeah, and Guy is such a dude, he doesn't he doesn't want a penny of my money. And Guy, and Guy sort of, a few days later, said, oh, oh, well, actually... Um, is he, so I'm doing is your he talks. Why does he talk? Yeah, talking about you. That's right. You, you put on. Well, so, so, I've suddenly put on. sort of uh, You've got all adenoidal, like, like yeah. you do. Do I sound adenoidal? Just no, no, no. Can't believe it. Not at all. No, but I was I, having I was rather suddenly, a good day till um, you said that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Next, you'll be telling me I look like Wayne Rooney. Oh, you do. That's what I was saying this morning. I just, I'm not saying think, you look. I'm not saying you think, look exactly like. I don't Wayne think Rooney. there's any wise in that. That could be anything other than a slight. Well, no, I take it ill. No, I, t- I tell you, Wayne Rooney is a supremely unattractive man. You are, you know, without doubt, a, an extremely 
well, I don't want to say attractive, it sounds like I'm coming on to you in some horrific kind of way, but, you know, you know, you know, you know you're a fine figure of a gentleman. However, at certain angles, um, particularly um, on, on one of the pages of, of uh, The Times today, there's a photograph of Wayne Rooney that can't help but uh, look like the sort of like Turin Shroud version of your own of, profile. Uh, of, of Martin Ben jones Interesting. Well, that's, that is interesting. Um, anyway... There was uh, Mr. and Mrs. Ritchie. You got no comeback to that. You're not. You're just. Well, gonna I'm not. I'm just going to leave it. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping if I don't draw too much attention to it, it'll it'll just slide. Is there no one else you get uh, get no. compared to? No, I've been. Uh, I have. I'm often told I look a little like Huntress Thompson, which uh, is interesting. Quentin right? Tarantino. No one's Quentin ever said that. Tarantino. Um, not. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> there are people who do, but uh, no. Um, I like to think. Um, I quite often get I like Rob, Rob a... Brydon. I quite often. I used to get. I used to get uh, in my younger days. I used to get Daniel Day Lewis. Actually, now I get. Now I get Rob Brydon. I get Rob Brydon. Yeah. Um, oh well, very interesting. Well, I know. I'd like to think. You know, we Bane Joneses. I. I like to think I look a bit like uh, some of Gene Eric Morecambe and uh, and uh, Philip Larkin. That's what I like to think I'd look like. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Anyway, we were talking about throwing the rope to uh, Guy and Madonna to see if they'd catch it. And talking of catch it, last time we were here, you were given a little little kitten to uh, to replace the the late oh I'm so sorry oh, oh how Martin I've just had the most dreadful week with that poor little poor little thing that poor little um, scrap of life yeah well as you know when we were here he collapsed in the studio um, yes in, in my hands um, I took him home limp and I tried to um, I tried to resuscitate him uh, I had to take him anyway I had to take him to the vet that afternoon um, he had to have his lungs drained. Um, it turned out uh, he had some sort of... He's got some sort of peripatetic heart failure. He's got, like, a heart defect. A yeah. peripatetic heart? He's got a peripatetic heart. Which means what, like a... I don't know. I mean, it I, I assume it means and... it comes and goes. Oh, I suppose that must be it, yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's yes. right, yes. It anyway, works peripatetically. Very good. So it's sort of in different areas. Uh, maybe. maybe. I don't really, I don't I don't really understand. understand. I mean, I, you know, I was, I, to be honest, Martin, I was so drained with the emotion of it all. Yes, it you, was didn't like, want, you didn't want to question that. It was like I was underwater, you know, all these voices. Oh, very prepared to I just couldn't, all I could see was that little cat's heart. That was me again. You know, and the walls were closing in. Oh, dear. So I took the atomic kitten home. Oh, you what? 
Atomic Kitten, that's what. Well, you can't call it that. I mean, you've, you've, you've hobbled it. No, before. it's clever, Martin. Atomy Kitten. Atomy Kitten. I know, but it sounds like, you know, it's got... I mean, as it it's is... A little it tommy, to... It's a little Tommy cat. It's a little Tommy cat. A Tommy Kitten. A, to- it's not... a Craig, it's not... I'm sorry, I hate to t- teach my grandmother to spew eggs, but it's not going to be a kitten for long. And also, it's going to have to drag something not unlike Sellafield behind it to keep the poor little blighter... It, it, it may not be going to be... Good. ..this side of death. It may not going to be a kitten for long, but it it's not going to be anything other than a kitten, I don't think. Um, uh, unfortunately, in, in the, oh, I see. In the so state what, that it's in. So, what, so view, your view is, it's not with us for long, so I could just have a bit of fun with its name. No, Martin, I'm, no, I'm providing, as usual, a backbone of emotional support that otherwise this desperate little cat wouldn't receive. Anyway, so but I've got it home. That cat was, was the picture of little furry bald health. Until it was brought into this studio. In fact, was, until a, you put it, it was put in your hands. Absolutely not. It was a ticking health bomb, that cat. And uh, let me tell you, that bomb's exploded all over its... A health bomb. Its, its metabolism. Ah. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so it's, it had its lungs drained, um, and, and, I, and I took it home. It's in a stable but critical condition, so um, well, we'll just have to wait and see what the, the days and hours... Minutes sometimes. That's that's all. We, all I can think ahead sometimes. Right, what what they'll bring. Well, seconds. Well, I, sometimes I wish... just seconds. Sometimes split seconds. You know. Right. Well, I wish I wish a Tommy kitten all the uh, all the very best. I hope uh, I hope it pulls through. Oh well, well, I'll keep you updated. I tell you what, though. Yes. He's a depressive that cat. Really, he's an absolute manic depressive. He's really? just so down. Really, not a fighter. It's not a fighter at all. No. Oh dear. No, it's just like he's just permanently. Waving some white surgical flag, it's just, it's just awful. It's just awful. It just hasn't got the, it hasn't got the spirit. Yes. I don't think, I don't think he's got the spirit. The to spirit cope, to cope spirit with his, his, oh, his. Yes. Don't, don't, please, please. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, a Tommy kitten. That brings yeah. us on to the other uh, sad story of recent times. Is uh, well, the, the the downward spiral of uh, of Kerry Katona. Was there ever an upward? Well, no, but there was a, there was at least some sort of current that buoyed her up, despite her her best efforts. Yeah, like in a like in a weir. Exactly. Yes. Do you know what I would? Uh, now would be a good time for a, a headline writer to to maybe use Kerikatona hot tin roof. That was uh, that's a line I've been longing to put on something. What's happened to her now then? What? Why? Oh, why? she's just she's just. Well, she's been gurning and mumbling on telly. Has she? Where? Oh, oh, she was on. She was on. Uh, she was on breakfast television a couple of weeks ago. And, uh, she gave every appearance of being off her tits. No, she really? was yes. on breakfast television. Yeah, she was grinding her teeth, and I think she called uh, at one point. She called Fern Britton Furp. Furp. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there were calls coming into the studio, and I think uh, Philip Schofield at one stage leant over and said, "Are you all right, little my pet? Are you all right?" Really, in a caring, in a caring oh, way. Are you all right? Um, and um, you know, I think I think she got a bit cross and said, Are "You implying I'm an alcoholic?" Which she I didn't. Think, I think on the so. on the program, I think so. I think I believe so. Well, I, I, I'm. That's I, an odd. That's an odd conclusion to to leap to if you're not. Uh, if you're not an alcoholic, not an alcoholic, isn't it? It is quite, isn't it? Yes. 
That's a strange one. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll have to look it up. And this is, this is alleged. This is only from things I gleaned from tabloid newspapers. But, uh, no, I should go and look at it on YouTube. On, on YouTube. Well, perhaps she'll, um, you know, perhaps she'll have some sort of uh, terrible heart arrest and they can say, Kerry, catatonic. Oh, that's... Yes, well, that would... That, I'm, I'm no, she's overdoing that. it. You know, her liver might give out. Yes, Kerry catatonic. Kerry catatonic. Yes. Interesting. It's a cautionary tale of fame, Martin, and That's success. Right. Well, it is. It is. Um, One has to keep fame and success on a tight on a tight leash. It's just like in extras. Remember extras? Well, I mean, I, I learned a lot about it from extras. Um, the excellent Ricky the, Gervais. The corroding effect of uh, the corroding effect of success and fame makes you forget your friends. That's you right. Know, forget the principles that you. Uh, well, yes. You held so true. Yes. Speaking of which, I saw a, I saw a shocking piece of graffiti on the uh, London Underground. Tell me now. Well, you know this new film uh, Ricky Gervais is in. Yes, I've, I've, um, I do know it. With uh... he plays a character called Doctor Pincus, I think. Oh, that's right. With Greg Kinnear. With Greg Kinnear. Yeah. What's it only. called? I can't remember what the film's called. Ghost something. Ghost Town. Ghost Town. Yeah, that's right. That'll do. Ghost Town. Ghost Town, starring Ricky Gervais. Um, yes. Well, anyway, I don't know if you remember the, the poster for this. I think I do. It's him. It's him. He's sitting on a bench, I believe, in, in a bench, t-shirt, rather morose, a bit morose, with his head hand. in his hands. And uh, at the other end of the bench is Greg Kinnear, with sort of one foot up on the bench, who looks a bit ghostly. Him. He's a bit, you a bit can ghostly. See you can see through him. him. And he's, Greg Kinnear is looking at uh, Ricky slightly quizzically. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, I mean, it's a beautiful poster. It's a beautiful bit of artwork. But when I saw it, it had been defaced. Oh, that's, that's, that's shaming. Yeah, I thought it was awful. Greg Kinnear was saying, Ricky, why are you doing these shit American comedies? And there was a speech bubble from Ricky saying, don't ask. <laughs> Which I, that's very witty. What, 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 is that on the station or on a train? That's on, on the station. station. Where? where? Well, I think it was uh, Tottenham Court Road. I think I saw oh, that's it. fun. Yeah. That's a, that's a lot. I, I, like a, I like a good bit of graffitum. Yes. Graffito. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, this brings us to Banksy. Who, um, who of course, famously, Westminster, Westminster, Westminster Council, Council yes, now... a couple of weeks ago, suddenly said they were they were going to get rid of... Uh, I mean, there are some very famous... There have been some very famous Banksies, of course. Some of them still extant. Um, You're thinking of uh, One Nation Under CCTV? There's that one on, uh, on Newman Street, yeah. yeah, just north of Oxford Street. There was one, a very good one, of a couple of bobbies, Metropolitan Police bobbies, snogging. Um, that was on it was quite Broadwick Street. It was quite provocative. That was uh, on Broadwick Street, and uh, that one was only up for about two weeks before they came and probably. I think the, the police probably took Ill, took took it ill. They don't they don't like to be portrayed as as, as snoggers on the job. No, well, they've got to pre- they've got to present a professional face to the public. Oh, I mean, they might do that once they get back to the station. Oh, I, I hope they do. Yeah, but um, when they're out on the streets, there's we'll have no petting. Of that. Absolutely no heavy, no heavy petting. No. no nothing. They play no. a very straight game on the streets. And when they get back behind the closed doors of a, of a police station... Free all swim. All bets are off. Free swim. Do what you like, lads. Do what you like. Truncheons down or up. But keep it clean when you're on the streets. When you're That's on right. the streets, I want you to see you're keeping your hands in your pockets. I don't want you to see you going... Or behind your back. Sometimes they do back. that. That Behind your back is also fine. And just walk to abreast. But I don't want you to see you unbuttoning his tunic and running your hand up and down the inside of his regulation trouser pants. I don't want to see any of that. I just, I just keep it clean on the streets. That's what the police do. Because how how can they possibly enforce the law 
if, they're, if they're at it in the in the that's right. They're nibbling each other's ears. They can't, you know. You can't pull over a motorist while you're doing that. No, you can't. You can't give someone directions somewhere while you're doing that. You can't be Frenching a WPC while you while you write someone a parking ticket. It's it, it, the, the the public wouldn't take it. They'd take it ill. They'd take it ill. They would take it ill, Craig. By all means, guys, you know, uh, crawl all over each other once you get back to the station. Inside the walls of the station... That's your your domain. That's your domain. That's right, yes. You can do anything you like there. But outside, on the streets, keep it clean, people. That's right. Very good. Anyway, that one was was painted over in no time at all, that, that, uh, that little Banksy. But Banksy, presumably, is absolutely delighted. About this. I mean, it would be awful if you were a sort of art terrorist like Banksy and you were painting these provocative murals on the side of buildings and people and the council came along and said, oh, I quite like that. That's pretty good. Um, yes. Nice work. Nice work, Banksy. Um, Banksy would be oh, so frustrated because he's trying, he's kicking against the system. He wants the system to kick back. Yes, and the system is kicking back. A bit back. like the... Uh, I suppose the value, of his, uh, the value of his paintings will be preserved. Inflated, no doubt, absolutely. by the destruction no, you're of right, you're some right. of the. Uh... There was I thinking otherwise, but no, you're absolutely right. Yes, I, the last I... thing he wants is respectability. However, it's it's a very peculiar thing. I mean, it's just graffiti on the side of a building. However, there is a part of me that feels a twinge of regret that it's going to be removed. Public art, though, that's what that's what we're we're talking about. Where's the line drawn? I mean, I think I, I one sees an awful lot of uh, civic. Installations that are that are sort of put up by for the you know for the common good. You sometimes of the plinth are... in Trafalgar Square. Well, for I'm example. thinking of the plinth, for example, in Trafalgar Square. Very good example. I mean, I would say even some of the sort of commemorative art, uh, such as the statuary that one sees around and about. Some of these are undoubtedly very artistic and beautiful. Um, others, less so. Um, I think, for example, of the... Uh, the plinth in Trafalgar Square. Well, yes, that one. I'm thinking also of the, the massive bronze statue that uh, that some artist made of Freddie Mercury. I think it was about nine feet tall. And uh, the idea was they made this, this statue of Freddie Mercury and they wished it to be put up outside in the street in Kensington, where, where he used to live. Um, and then the Kensington and Chelsea Council took one look at the the, the statue, the proposed statue, and I think between bursts of laughter, for I have seen the statue and I imagine you have too, they said, no way is that going up in our street. I think, uh, from memory, it's, the it's Fre- Freddie in his sort of prime. Um, well, from the short hair phase, not the long hair Bohemian oh, yes. Rhapsody phase. That's right. The, the um, Radio Gaga phase. Uh, yeah, With a little um, jacket showing his bare chest. This will be bit And a hand up. Hand up, yeah. It's now outside. We will rock you. It's uh, it's there. They have it on the. They've had. They must have had to strengthen the the uh, the canopy outside the Dominion Theatre there. But there it is. This and you can go and look at it. It not only looks remarkably unlike Freddie Mercury, it actually looks remarkably unlike normal human posture. It's a. It's a truly a despicable work of art. Um, it's well, a, but quite an accurate portrayal of what you'll see if you go inside. We will rock you. Um, quite possibly. Yes. You'll see some very strange postures, and you'll see a man who looks really quite unlike Freddie Mercury. That's possibly true. That was that was my experience of the evening, anyway. I, I didn't go. No. No. Did you really go to We Will Rock You? Dum, dum, k, dum, no, another dum, song. Dum, dum, k, did you really go? <laughs> yes, of course I did. Did yeah. you really, really, really go and see We Will Rock You? 
Yes, of course I did. Yeah. Ages ago. It was no, night, no was... I didn't go. No, you didn't go. I was going to say, you've never been to the theatre in your life. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Does everyone look a bit like someone else, or are there some people who are, who are uniquely themselves? I think everyone looks a bit like someone else, don't they? That's very interesting. I mean, you know, a lot of... Uh... There are, there are particular types. Interestingly, I was reading the other day that there's uh, in South America there's a, a clown convention. Um, the Times carried rather a rather an intriguing picture of all the clowns, obviously sitting for a group photograph, and the photographer had got in under there and taken a foot. You, all you could see was their feet and their clown shoes. It was. Uh, I think it reminded me why why I, why I find clowns so so sinister, but um, they all had very very slender ankles. I found myself thinking, well, you know. A lot of people who, who, who uh, subscribe to that sort of Lecoq, um, you know, mummery, mime, clowning. To me, they all have a little bit in common. They always, uh, they always look a little bit, a little bit similar. They're a type. It's a type of person who. Uh... Do you think that's right? Yeah, I do. I do think that's right. Yeah, they, they're usually slightly tiresome. I find. Yes, but that's they, what they have in particular. Common. They have. Characteristics, though they have physical characteristics, they're all very slim and yes, sort and of quite hairy, slim, quite hairy, and um, very thin ankles, very thin of ankle. Yeah, and you should have very, very baggy jeans. That's right. You see, I think if 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 uh, if they were a little bit more corpulent, oh, I think I would. Uh, of course, you wouldn't have heard anything there, listeners, but the uh, the lights in the studio just uh, went on and off. You reminded me of a, of an anecdote. Uh, concerning oh, really? a clown I met from... Uh, oh, yes. A clown I met from the Lecoq school. Tell me. Well, it's in uh, Paris, of course, the Lecoq. It is, yeah. The Jack G- Lecoq. Jack Lecoq, yeah. He has a... Um... Oh, we're not making it up. He has a... He has a a, a, a Gollier, a Philippe, Philippe Gollier, I think, was either his disciple or his mentor. But anyway, there was Jack Lecoq and Philippe Gollier, and you could go and study with them in Paris... Uh, famously, Sacha Baron Cohen did this. Did he? Uh, now? Yes, and uh, attributes much of his success to the foundation stones laid by uh, by Philippe Gollier. Brilliant. Um, anyway, so I, I uh, a friend of mine that I knew at university had disappeared for for several years. Um, popped back into London, bumped into him in the street. Um, we went for a uh, <laughs> we went for a coffee. He said, "I said, what have you been up to?" He said. Um, I've been studying under Philippe Gollier in oh. Paris. Um, he said, uh, "Guess who else has been studying in uh, in in Paris can under I guess? Philippe Gollier?" But well, well, you can try. Yeah, Danny DeVito. No. Okay, on you go then. It wasn't him. It was Vanessa Redgrave's daughter. All oh, right. I think she's Gemma. called Gemma Redgrave. That's right. Yes. Anyway, um, he said to me, "Yeah, well, you know, I was I was studying in." In Paris, so was Gemma Redgrave. He said, I got to know her quite well. We were in classes together. This is absolutely true, this story, by the way. So far, so I, I won't challenge that. Well, we were in classes together. So she, she, you know, we, we struck up a bit of a, you know, had a bit of a thing going. Um, and, uh, you know, I really fell head over heels with the girl, she, she with me. Anyway, we, uh, she, she ended up leaving the course um, quite abruptly. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know she moved back to London. He said so. I, I quit the course too. Uh, came back to London to to find a sort of tractor down. Um, he tracked said, her down. Tracked her down. It to That's sound what he said. Yeah, scary. yeah. Tracked her down. 
Um, he said, uh, you know, and I asked her, you know, we, we, we you know, I, I get, I kept bumping into her in, in the street whenever she came out of her house, and um, you know, he said I asked her on some dates, but she was always pretty busy. Um, and uh, he said, so I started calling her. Um, anyway, so she, she ended up going ex-directory, uh, so ended up very, getting very hard to get hold of her. She said, so I, I wrote her some letters. He said, nothing funny, you know, nothing weird, just just saying, you know, I'd like to see, to see her again. Anyway, they started getting returned to me, saying no longer at this address. And it turns out she'd moved from that flat to another part of London uh, without telling me. She said, so I, I managed to track her down through through some other friends, and he said, I got a court notice served on me, um, saying I'm not allowed to go within in two miles of her house. And he said, uh, and I thought, I'll, I'll, I'm going to leave it there. You know, I'm not going to make a fool of myself. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I suddenly realised he was quite mad. That's quite distressing. It's really you see, quite, that, really for me, has mime written all over it. That's precisely yeah. the sort of person who goes to mime school. Barack Obama, by the way, looks like he might have been to the... Lecoq School in Paris. He's got the right physique. Yes, he has, hasn't he? He's got yeah. just the right physique. That's exactly the right look. Oh, maybe he did. Maybe that's where he learnt his... Uh, maybe that was the foundation upon which he... Uh... I've never seen him and Gemma... Gemma in the same two-mile radius. No. I want... He's not... He's no, not no it's friend, not him. It's OK, not OK, him. okay good, good. Because that would have been a good end to my that story. Would have been. And yes. indeed the and podcast. And that was a little man. And that was a little man. And that friend... Bob was a little a man, man called, called Barack Obama. Barack. Barack. Obama. Obama. Yeah. Yes. That, that's who that was. That was... The, that was yes. Yeah. But um, sadly, that's not the case. I can't, I can't remember Sad, his name. I can't remember his name. Oh, I think it's probably best that way, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe, he'll listen, maybe he'll listen to this podcast and come and track you down. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Yes, yes. Yeah. Maybe he'll have... Maybe. He's probably honed his techniques over well, the intervening years. I wonder if, if you're good at mime. Let me just work this out. Does that mean that you're... Silent, like a cat burglar. Only, only, only the, the glug of the paraffin through your letterbox would give him away. And then yes. he tiptoes away, miming, pratfalling. Yeah. And, uh, and conveying sadness. Oh, dear. Yeah, or happiness. He happy he Ha ha. Well, happiness then as he dances in the light of the flames. <gasps> yes. Well, maybe he doesn't listen to this podcast and, uh, and you're safe. Well, it's time for us to pack away our, our ropes and get ourselves ship-shape and Bristol fashion. That's right, for yes. our, our journey out onto the high seas of culture. That's right. We're off, we're off, we're off. Who knows what spices and exotic animals we might return with? Who knows what tiresome metaphors we may persist with? That's right. Well, tune in next time to discover on Time Ghost. That's quite good. That was brilliant. Time Ghost was written and created by Alexander Armstrong and Ben Miller. This episode was originally released by The Times in 2008, and it was produced by John Davenport and edited by Ed Ryland. Time Ghost is a hat trick podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.